Yo. Hello. What's good? We are here. Finally. Like a month later. <laughs> Get it going, man. It's it's all on Zach. Nah, man, this is not on me, man. It's definitely on you. You want to tell the people last time what happened when we were supposed to record last week? Which time? <laughs> no, like Sunday, like a couple of days ago. Oh, I was viciously hungover. And then it was all. So it was my niece's first birthday. Right. We put him to bed around 7 8 o'clock. And then when you just get a bunch of uh, the family together, you know, the drinks start flowing. Next thing you know, you're looking at the clock. It's 3 4 o'clock. And then I wake up at my mom's no ride to come home. Um, yeah, not my best, not my worst, but, you know, somewhere in the middle ground. Well, you said, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Um, so... <laughs> So me and Monks are bringing you guys a new episode. This is episode 17. And we're just going to talk about crazy stories that have been on my radar for the past couple of weeks, months, because it's been that long since we can get together and make some, make these podcasts happen. So uh, that's on me. I own all that. Do you want to dive in? Because you said you had a crazy story on Sunday. You said you have your crazy story ready. Do you want to talk about it now? Or do you want to like bring it up later? Yeah. So it wasn't really. It's not really the news. It's just what happened to me. Like so. Like I said, Saturday it's a family party. Everyone's having a good time, and I'm just you know I'm having a good time. We're jumping in the pool. We're doing balloon tosses, all that good stuff. All of a sudden, I'm like, hold on, where's my phone? can't find my phone i'm searching left and right cannot find my phone anywhere i i'm looking around i dive into the pool maybe i jumped in with it was it in my shorts i'm like where oh man no, there's no need to call it there's no need to call it you know it's on vibrate no one's gonna find it and my whole family's looking at me like man it's three o'clock have you had too much to drink already and i'm like i'm i've only had two drinks so i'm freaking out and so finally, after like two hours of looking, I call the phone. A man answers. What? Did I, you leave, you left your phone somewhere else? No, I was at my house the whole day. So <clears throat> I, I I call my phone. This guy answers. He goes, "What do you want for your or what can, what kind what do you even give for your phone or like you're being held for ransom?" What? And I'm just like, I'm like flabbergasted. I'm like. Did I get robbed at my niece's first birthday and not even know it? What? And I'm so confused. And I'm sitting and I'm looking around. No one at the party. Like, I thought it was my dad or someone messing with me. Turns out, after he says a couple more sentences, I just go, I'm like, Uncle Joe. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Why do you have my phone? Somehow, my phone ended up in my aunt's purse out in Mine Hill. Where is that? It's like right by Randolph area. And I was just... Oh, so people who don't know, Randolph is like 30 minutes away from us where we live. Yeah, yes. And so I was I was all sorts of confused. Didn't really know how it all happened. I ended up in her purse. Did she grab it by accident thinking it was her phone? She must have. But then my uncle was so confused too because he's like, 
my aunt like reached into the purse and pulled out three phones and thought nothing of it. What? So she took somebody else's phone too? She took her phone and my phone and then my uncle's phone were all on her purse. And I was just, man, I was, I was sitting there and I'm like, well, at least I didn't lose my mind. Like I knew I put my phone on a table somewhere, but then I had to get in the car with my dad and he had to drive me out to, we met halfway. It was. That's annoying. Man, I was, there was a good minute where I was on the phone where I definitely thought someone stole my phone and was being held to ransom. I mean, I would have thought the same thing. Well, yeah. you know, who stole it? Exactly. But then I, I, then again, I thought about it. Like, I don't have anything valuable on my phone that needs to be held for ransom. Okay. Well, Uncle Joe. Shout out. Shout Chipster. out. What a G. He's such a cool dude. Well, shout out Uncle Joe. What about you? You got any crazy stories on tap? Yeah, man. Oh, first, hold on. Before we get into that, we got to make some corrections to last episode. Because actually a lot happened after we had made that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so remember that haunted building I told you where the book flew off the shelf? Yeah, it was, it was a bad book. Yeah. Oh, well, no. I don't know. You know, but actually I went back and something did happen again. I was, um, we were in the elevator and we were going up to the 19th floor. <clears throat> and it's one of those elevators that announce what floor you're on. Mm-hmm. So we got up to the 19th floor and the, 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 what is it? The program lady. I don't know how you say it. The elevator voice, elevator voice said 13th floor. We were like, what? When there was like, we're on the 19th floor and there is no 13th floor because, you know, a lot of buildings go from 12 straight to 14. Because, you know, that superstitious, bad luck or haunted, whatever. I don't know. But that's that's what happened. I thought that was weird. And another thing since happened that we, with the last episode, was DeAndre Ayton got traded. Dead for what? What, to the Pacers? What? Was he, what team did he go to? The Pacers? Timberwolves. Huh? He went to the Timberwolves. No, oh, I he, Gobert. No, Rudy Gobert got traded. Um, DeAndre Ayton stayed. Yeah, I think I think he went to the Pacers, right? No, Pacers um, signed him to an offer. The Suns could either match it or let him go, but they matched it and gave him a max contract, so he stayed with the Suns. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's cleared up. And then I said Antoine Fisher, which is a movie. The player's name was Antoine Walker, the old Boston Celtic Miami uh, Heat player. I messed that up completely, so I had to co- needed to correct myself. I actually do have one correction as well. What's up? I got I got fact checked uh, by my boy Andy. Shout out Andy. Um, the reason you have to pay to go on some beaches is for maintenance, for cleaning and maintaining the beaches. That's what that's what that's lame anyway. Still lame. Yeah, I don't pay to go into a park, it still stays clean. Right. Yo, the parks we go to are still dirty. (laughs) (laughs) I mean they're not as dirty, but like, you know, they're still trash. I'm like, yo. I mean we don't we don't pay to go to the parks. Like that's I mean, if you live in that town, so maybe you do. We go to we go out there to dodge. You might you might be paying for that. We pay to get buckets. That's what we I don't I don't have to pay nobody to get buckets. I'll get buckets. (laughs) All right, man. So, uh, do I have any crazy stories recently? Uh, 
Actually, no, not really. Nothing. Not no, I don't. Man. So maybe I do, but I can't think right now on the spot. Uh, yeah, nothing's really stands out right now. Maybe it'll something will come to me later. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have nothing crazy happened to me recently. You know, I've been living a low key life, just working, sleeping a lot, drinking, not as much, not. <laughs> But I do have a crazy story. Something popped up on my Twitter, and it was like, yo, it's four years old, this story. Um, I don't know. You probably want to get it ready. Uh, so in 2018, this guy named Richard Russell stole an airplane and crashed it. <laughs> what? This man named Richard Russell, he worked for the air. He worked for the airport. So he went into his, you know, he was. He got past the checkpoints, of course, because, you know, it's his job. He got past all his checkpoints and he, and he put on his little jacket or whatever. Then he went out and, you know, those vehicles that tow the planes? He got on one and pulled the plane out, unhooked it, and the plane's like sort of like rolling. And he gets in, opens the door, and then climbs up, shuts the door behind him, and just takes off. Like, all the all the other planes that were trying to take off and be landed were, you know, some were stuck in the air, some were in the other planes were grounded because they couldn't land there because of, you know, it, it was like a hazard or something like that. He was just flying around. And then he was like, uh, you know, he's chatting with radio. What's he saying? He's saying stuff like, oh, I'm going to try this barrel roll. He was like, and they were like, "Oh, what's your ET? Like, where are you at?" He was like, "Oh, I'm not really sure." And then he said, "I guess after this barrel roll, I guess I'll just end the night or something like that." And he like, like, where you, they were like, "Where are you going to land?" And he's like, "Oh, I really haven't planned about. I really hadn't thought about landing it." And like, homie just took a nosedive straight down after his barrel roll and crashed it. Like, committed suicide. That 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 blows my mind. <laughs> Hey, yeah, man, man, he was, and then, like, this is, I think this is, like, somewhere in Minnesota, I believe. I'm not, I can't really remember. That's... Um, but, yeah, what is, what is, what do you have? Do you have information on it? Yeah, so it looks like it's in Puerto Rico. It was in Puerto Rico that happened? Yeah, right, this is it? I don't no, know, maybe. No, uh, taking off from Georgia? He, he took off, it was somewhere in the States. I thought it was, maybe I got the date, maybe I got the state wrong. I thought it was Minnesota. Yeah, let me look. Let me take a look. It, well, there was one where another guy took a plane. And oh, there's another one? It, or it's, it's got to be the same one or something from 2018? Yeah. Yeah. This oh, this one says, an airline worker stole, does he have Richard Russell in Seattle? Yeah. Oh, Seattle. Okay, yeah, yeah, Seattle. Okay. There was another one where it said a guy took the plane and he tried to do a barrel roll. They said it looked like he was doing a barrel and crashed in Puerto Rico as well. 2018. Did he work for the airport too? This other guy? No, uh, no. It looked like. When was this 2018? When was this the year of the steal the planes? Yeah. What? But that's that's wild. That two of them happened in the same year. The same year. And they both tried to barrel roll. Well, he completed his barrel roll, and then he was like, "All right, I'm just going to call it a night." That those were like his words, and he crashed. Oh yeah, the guy in Puerto Rico did not complete his barrel roll. And then somebody on the ground like had recorded the plane crash 
in Seattle where it happened. He's like, yo, somebody just plat- they crashed your plane over here. Um, I don't know, some, some, some. Like, he recorded his end from, from the crash. Like, I mean, it was just a crazy story. And I was like, this needs to be talked about. Yeah, I mean, I know he was, like, credentialed and stuff. And, you know, you're working. C- certainly, there's got to be more security to be able to start a plane and just take it off. I mean, well, yeah, I think that's the only way you could, like, really steal a plane. If you work in the airport, because you got to get past all those checkpoints, and you know he's got the badge, he's got the clearance. I mean, nobody's really stopping. Nobody's gonna think like, "Oh, uh, Richard's here today." I mean, he had no signs of like, uh, you know, uh, mental instability. They didn't think they have a reason to be like, "Oh, he's not gonna steal this plane and do whatever." And you know, and he stole the plane that day. Yeah, and then apparently he said, I would like to apologize to each and every one of the people that cared about me. I'm just a broken guy with who's got a few screws loose. Never really knew it until now. That's a, that's a tough pill to swallow when you're up in the air. Yeah, like that's the, the moment. And you're just like, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe something's wrong. That's not the best. Because I don't even know if he was trained in any capacity to fly. No, no, his... And I think his job, I think his job at the airport was that, like, you know, towing of the airplanes with that, that vehicle, that little like, cart, you know? Like taxiing it or whatever? Yeah, I think I think that was his job. I may be wrong, but. Yeah, that's. Just, that's, that's, that's crazy story number one. Yeah, jeez. Crazy story number one. All right, what else you got for me here? All right, man. Uh, next story. Did we last episode? Did we talk about? We did talk about the assassination, right, from the Japanese ex-president. No, I don't think we brought that up. You don't think so? No, I'm gonna go ahead and say that we did not bring it up. Well, I could have sworn we did. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it was all the texts we sent back and forth about it as we led up to this recording. Well, I'm not gonna get too much into it because I have a segue about something else. So the Japanese ex-president, Shinzo Abe, I think we talked about this. Maybe, I think we did. He, he was, anyways, he was assassinated. But that led to, then, like, then I thought about something else that happened by another president that was assassinated. Not Lincoln, but JFK. Which is practically Lincoln. Eerily similar. Eerily similar, yeah. And then um, we could talk about, like, those conspiracies that people you know say about JFK and surrounding that that death that assassination because uh, I like started like something popped up on my um I can't remember the thing it was like Yahoo and or something like so like but one of these stories was like uh I said that this is probably the biggest mystery in American history that will never be resolved to everyone's satisfaction. On November 22nd, 1963, President John F. Kennedy was shot in Dallas, they say, by Lee Harvey Oswald, although some speculate that he wasn't the only one shooting. On 1924, I mean, on November 24th, 1963, before Oswald could stand trial, Oswald was fatally shot by nightclub owner Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby died of lung cancer on January 3rd, 1967 is what they say. 
And he said, so then they go on to say the most widely accepted explanation is that Oswald killed JFK on his own and Ruby killed Oswald on his own volition. Ruby's stated motivation was to spare Jacqueline Kennedy the discomfiture of Oswald coming back to trial. However, there are still a significant number of professional historians, along with many amateurs, who do not agree with this explanation. And since JFK's death, numerous alternative explanations have been brought forward by historians and amateurs, given that significant new evidence is unlikely to appear, a firm consensus will probably never be reached. So what, so some people, I've, I've heard so many different takes on this. Um, some people say that Jack Ruby was, what, he was, he was told to kill Oswald, like by the mafia. I've heard that one. I've heard crazy. So that was one I've heard. I've heard that everybody knows about the grassy knoll. The grassy knoll, mm-hmm. like that's where the other shooter was. So they say that Oswald was in a warehouse with his rifle aimed out. And then they say, but the shot from the, his direction doesn't match the shot where, you know, his face kind of like blew up when he got shot in the side of the head. Yeah, that they say that that bullet was coming from like somewhere towards the front, and Oswald shot from behind him because the first shot hit him in what they said he hit him in the shoulder or the the back of the shoulder or the neck or the back or something like that. Yeah, traveled. I saw like a whole sequence like it traveled like a whole path inside of his body as well. Right, it's like that's a magic bullet. Obviously, we know that's not possible. Magic. So there's, <laughs> so we all know there's like just there's other stuff going on with that. You know, and they say, and uh, so yeah. But what have you heard about? Like, what what conspiracy theories have you heard about this JFK? So, I've had my 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 back and forth with it was okay. Maybe just Lee Harvey. Maybe it was the mock. It was the government or something like that. But I actually, before we started recording, I was watching a show called. Uh, Oh, uh, the Umbrella Academy. Oh, uh, yeah, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And they, they talk about it, or that's like part of their plot line. And there's just like, there's no spoilers here, but there's a, there's a group called the Commission that control the timeline and they make sure everything goes to plan. And I'm like, what if there isn't an agency out there that controls the timeline? And it blows my mind. <laughs> I, I don't believe it as much as the government mafia or Lee Harvey Oswald, but then it just creeps in your mind. I'm like, could it be? Could it, could it be these mythical time creatures? Nah. Eh, probably not. But it'd be super cool if there were people out there like that. I remember watching a lot of uh, like um, those Discovery Channel like mystery shows like that. They did one on, on JFK. And it was just like a lot of information you receive. You're just like, man, there's so much going on you know, behind the scenes. You just really don't know what to believe, you know? Yeah, and I know, like, I've heard stuff with the government, like, some government agency did it, because it was either A, I think it was, he, he was heavily active in the civil rights movement. Right, he was making changes. Yeah, and then I feel, and then I, I believe there was another one where it had to do with, like, Russia or Cuba or something like that, because I believe it was in the time of the Cold War and everything like that. I think it was Cuba, yeah, I think it's your I think it's Cuba. 
Yeah, and it like they like they wanted to get involved with them, but JFK was saying no or or something something along those lines, and it's it's wild that we have to think this deep into that. We're like, hold on, how many how many options could we pick from? You know, so here's another like a crazy stat or not crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's a stat. It was like a. Uh, it was a former Los Angeles district attorney estimated that a total of 42 groups, 82 assassins and 214 people have been accused at one time or another in the, in this various conspiracy scenario with including uh, involving JFK. Jeez. That's a lot. That's a lot of hearsay back and forth speculation. Cause you, now it's just like, they're throwing all this stuff and you don't know what to believe. And that's why I've always leaned on to being the government, man, because, you, you know, when a president comes into town, you'd think you have like the whole perimeter locked down all around and you have security looking at all possible spots. Uh-huh. And then this happens and that many people have been like accused or looked at. It's like usually the government's pretty good with figuring these things out. Right. And it's like they're dragging it out because why? Something just doesn't sit right with me about it, and it doesn't. It obviously, doesn't sit right with a lot of people because there's just so much. I think there's so much cover up, and I and I, I I think I watched this like a program either on Netflix or Amazon or something about this too. And they were just yo, know, they were just going down a line, a timeline of all these um, backstory stuff that was happening behind the scenes about this. There's a lot of information, and I'm just like. This is not you because, you know, a lot of this information will never be disclosed to the public. But when you're doing documentaries and stuff, people do research and they find stuff out, you know, then stuff comes to light. Yeah. but you could, I mean, the documentaries are amazing and like the, the deep dives on YouTube and stuff are fun. But then every once in a while, you always got to remember, like some of those guys that do these deep dives. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a little too deep. They're a little too deep <laughs> and they might not be all there when it comes to these topics it's almost like how i look at people uh who say the earth is flat Oof. okay you went a little deep on that dive <laughs> okay mm. so wait here's another let's see let's let's see let's read some i think i got some testimonies or witnesses alleged witnesses were in, like had been like intimidated about like coming forward so they, I don't think they really ever came forward. Uh, wait, one guy said Warren Reynolds, who claimed that he saw the shooter chased, was like was cha- got chased and then shot him in the head in January 1964, two days after talking to the FBI. He survived, and then later testified. That someone tried to attempt to kidnap his ten-year-old daughter. Yikes! <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's just that's just crazy. <laughs> that's what the heck. That's 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 crazy. And there's like then they have other like conspiracy theories. Um, what is it? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking oh, at So yeah. here's one. Soon after the assassination of President Kennedy, Oswald's 
Oswald's activities in New Orleans during the spring and summer of 1963 came under scrutiny. Three days after the assassination on November 25, 1963, New Orleans attorney Drew Andrews told the FBI that he received a telephone call from a man named Clay Bertrand on the day of the assassination asking him to defend Oswald. Andrews would later repeat this claim in testimony. Sheesh, man, I don't know, but it's just a lot to go through. Just a lot of information to unpack. Yeah, it's, I'm looking at it now, and their theories that I'm reading are, here's their theories. You have Oswald acted alone. Mm-hmm. LBJ had JFK killed. Lyndon That's B. Johnson. another one that they, we talked about, because who has most to gain? The vice yeah. president. Because what happens when the president dies or loses power, vice president takes over. Yep. And then the Cuban connection, uh, JFK was killed by the mafia. And then the, <laughs> the Umbrella Man. What? Yeah, it's like... Is, uh, there, a footage, is there footage of a guy in an umbrella? Like in, in the crowd or something? Yeah, so he, he's on the um, on the Zapruder films, I think that's how you say it. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, Zapruder. Yeah. Zapruder films. I the Super A film. Yeah. And there's a guy in an umbrella. And they were all, like, looking into him. But he later revealed himself. But... I don't know, man. Oh, Lord, listen to this. <laughs> There's a theory called the Coca-Cola theory. According <laughs> to this theory, suggested by an editor of an organic gardening magazine, Oswald killed JFK due to mental impairment stemming from an addiction to refined sugar, as evidenced by his need for his favorite beverage immediately after the assassination. What? <laughs> Yeah, there's some believable things, but then people people just go to extremes, and they'll just goodness gracious the Coca Cola now just just getting out of now just getting out of control with it. Yeah, that's just too much. It's like, what are we doing here? That's just too much. Too, but man, we, man, we could do like a whole episode on this alone. Oh yeah, it's there's be- so much to talk. There's so much to discuss and talk about on here. A deep dive into everything that. But I don't want to be the government, so let's not. Yeah. Um, if the government's listening... Um, we, we don't know anything. We don't know anything, and I'm a law-abiding citizen. So, go um, America. I, I pay my taxes. <laughs> I do that, uh, too. All right, man. So, let's move on to another story that we have. Uh, this one is... This one is... Uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. All right, so... A California woman finds more than $36,000 in cash hidden inside of her couch that she acquired through Craigslist. And she returns it. And she received only $2,200 for returning of the money. Would you keep all the money and not say anything? Or would you do what she did? See, it puts you in a tough situation. Because like, I thought about this a bunch. Like, if I found some money, what would I do? I sit there, and it's like, I want to say I would keep it. But then I'd be looking over my shoulder, because if someone knows I got the couch, or someone knows I, I got the money, they're going to come looking for me. I, who gave her the, the 22, was it 2200 Who gave her that reward? Probably the person that she returned it to. But I don't I think, know. It didn't, it didn't really say. It sounds like, she, but it sounds like she said returns it. So I think she returns it to the person she got the couch from. Yes, there's, there's, 
<clears throat> she returned it to a family who gave her twenty two hundred to buy a new refrigerator for herself. Hey, thanks for finding my money here. Treat yourself nice to a refrigerator. Yeah, and I that yeah, like I don't know, but it makes me think. So when I worked in garbage, um, it wasn't my truck, but the other truck in town they threw away or they, they were like it was bolt day, so we're throwing away like uh, dressers and stuff. Uh huh. All of a sudden, a guy calls. And he's like, where's the truck? I need to find it. I left money in the dresser. And so we tell oh. this, we, we tell him we can't, we can't empty the truck. Like, you can't go in the truck and we're not going to empty it. You'd have to fall to the dump. So the driver of the truck helped him look through all the garbage to try to find this money. Yeah. And I forget how much it was, but it was an excessive <laughs> amount of money. And like, was it like 10K plus? Yeah. Bro, that, and here's my thing. How are you forgetting that that kind of money is in a drawer or a couch? I would always be keeping tabs of how much money and where. Yeah, and you got it. So, like, and you're hiding for a reason. So, I don't know the reason he was hiding it. But so, the driver dug through the trash with this guy. Yeah. He finds his money and then just gives the driver $100. Jeez. He just, he just crawled through trash that's been building up for two to three days. How many hours did it take? Uh, I don't remember how many. I know it was lengthy. Like, was it, would you say it was about like an hour and a half to two hours, maybe? I would say, so. Like from what I remember, I know it was over an hour. Okay. And it's just like, you're, you're going to give them a hundred? Okay, what's, what is fair compensation for, for, the, for the guy who helped him? What do you think is fair? I think if you're... If you're sitting there and you're having another man sift through garbage with you, it's got to be five, ten percent of whatever you lost. And that's what I was thinking. Like, shouldn't she have received at least ten percent from the couch cushion money that she found? Yeah, what, you're going to buy a refrigerator? Like, nah, help her out a little like, bit more. She should. You should break her off five k. Yeah, you know, here's five k. You know why? You, you're not going to have any of that money if it's someone else finding it. Right, because if it was me, they're not getting that money back. I'd be like, there's money in the couch. I didn't see any money when the, when I got the couch. I, there was no money there. I would just be afraid of who it is. Like, I would, I would take the money out the couch and it'd be gone. So it'd be in the bank already. Like, oh, I didn't see any money. Oh, not, no, I didn't even know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't, I can't live my life looking over my shoulder like that. Hey man, they they'll never know it's in the bank. You just say I didn't I didn't know there was a, there's cash in there. What? Oh no, oh, my stars! No, I didn't see anything. Boom, bank. They say I know I'm on a flight to Paris. Peace out. Wait, are you, are you paying for me to come too? Uh, get yourself something nice. Go to Five Guys. Here's twenty bucks. <laughs> they are expensive. One burger is like ten <laughs> Yo, bucks. Burgers and, you and fries are separate. Because everything is separate over there. I can't even afford double patty. I'm a single patty guy. <laughs> single, single patty guy because it's too much money. I, I hate in. those. I hate those restaurants that that have everything separate. Like the, you have to buy the burger, buy the fries, and buy the drink. I'm like, man, it's so much money. Just give me a meal. It's like thirty dollars. That's like thirty dollars. You know what I'm? All three items. You know what I'm big on that everyone should get on. I have every food places app known demand. 
known to man, I have every food place app. So every time I buy something, I get rewards points so I can get something free. Yeah, but you have to spend so much money to get something free from all those places. I know, but like, you know, I get something free eventually. And it makes what me is feel it? Bad. Domino's is like, what, six orders for you to get something free from there? Like Taco Bell, every twenty five you spend, you get you get a free a free item. I know that. How much is how much? What is it for Chipotle? I know you do that for Chipotle app too. Oh, it is ridiculous. You gotta spend a hundred and forty to get a free entree. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, but you know, be working on the road, I always gotta be going out for food. So I guess true. That's true. So I'd rather be getting something from when I'm buying them than nothing. I guess it's better. I guess it's better than nothing. But still, that's a lot. That's one hundred forty dollars. <laughs> you have to buy like thirteen, fourteen meals to get a free one. Yeah, well, my meals are nine dollars, fourteen. Yeah, you're at fifteen. Mm. That's on me. You know, just that's how I look at it. Yeah. Hey, I, I guess, man, you got you got to do what you got to do. You got to eat. <laughs> a man's got to eat. A man's got to eat. So, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for your 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 old coworker who had to dig through all that trash and only got a hundred dollars. Yeah, compensate the man right. Come on, people, do the right thing. If you're somebody's helping you, especially in that situation, digging through trash, he should have broke you guys all off like a piece of something. Yeah, I wasn't, even, I wasn't even looking to. I wasn't even looking to the trash, but you know, like, just I'll give you my address, man. Maybe five hundred, real quick. Man, only a hundred, bro. That's that's what. Did, what did he say? Did he say did that? Did that guy say anything to you guys about it? Uh, who's the yeah. driver? Yeah, was he pissed? Oh, very much so. I mean, yeah, man. You're like, was he always like at this time? Are you guys off duty? So, and he had to go back and do it. So pretty much what happened is you go to the dump and you dump and you're done. They uh-huh. like so he had to spend his time like so he he worked a little more than he needed to to look through the trash. And the driver had like a higher pitch voice. So I, I see him the next morning and I heard the story. So I'm talking to him and I just hear, Man, come on, man. <laughs> I was in the trash. I only got a hundred. And he was upset. And then I remember the next day where they put bulk out, he's like, nah, we ain't taking none of the stuff, man. And he was yeah. like, that sounds like a, like a character from Family Guy. It was, he had one of the all-time voices because he got so angry so often. And that's how he would do it. And he, every sentence, whenever he was upset, uh, I, don't, I don't care if he only got 100 for digging through the trash or he picked up a garbage bag and it ripped. It was always, Come on, man. <laughs> Bro, that high-pitched voice, man. You can't take anybody serious with a voice like that. I uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to, like, I'm like, man, are you really upset? Because you don't, you don't sound upset. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be doing this, man. I'm come like, on, man. You got like, like, digging through trash. Like, oh, bro, come on. Put some bass in your voice. It was too funny. I... I, I you know, sometimes I'd mess around with him just so I could get him frazzled, and he'd and he'd pull that voice out, and I'm like, "There it is, there it is, made <laughs> there it. it is." Every time he gets madder, gets higher an octave. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, this is it. We've got, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got." 
All right, man. So we got another crazy. Yo, these stories are just getting like they're getting they're just getting weirder and weirder. So we had this weird bank robbery. Uh, in 1995, a man named MacArthur Wheeler, that is some kind of name. That's like two last names. A man named MacArthur Wheeler robbed two banks at gunpoint. He was arrested mere hours later because he didn't wear a mask. Instead, he decided to coat his face in lemon juice because he read that lemon juice can be used to make invisible ink. His logic was that it would make his face invisible. And reportedly, he said to one of the tellers, don't worry, I have a face. It's just invisible. <laughs> the only thing he did, the only thing he did when he was arrested was sigh dejectedly and say, but I wore the juice. His, <laughs> his case is actually, st- his his case is actually still in academic journals regarding the fact that people with low intelligence do in fact believe that they are smarter than everyone else. ETA, this man was 45 years old. Now I'm concerned as if life was outside of thinking lemon juice would make him invisible. So he, because the lemon juice makes ink invisible, his logic obviously means, oh, well, since this is lemon juice, it'll make anything invisible. You know what's crazy? That he decided to do this on his face and go out in public and rob a bank instead of trying it at home on, in, or in some other objects. Like, maybe I should put this lemon juice on this pencil to see if it disappears. He didn't even try that. He just went, you know what? I'm going to go rob a bank with this lemon juice on my face. Like, wouldn't you want to try an experiment to make sure your hypothesis is correct? Yeah, like maybe, I don't know, at a family party, put lemon juice on your face. (laughs) And then the fact that he told the lady, don't worry, I have a face. It's just invisible. She's like, what? He's and, and here he said he even said that he covered his face in lemon juice and took a Polaroid. And, and when he was arrested, he goes, But my face didn't appear in the photograph. That's because it was a it was a what is it, a faulty photo. Or 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 he definitely just took it from the shoulders down. Oh, he didn't get they go, um, they go, they go, detectives speculate that the result was caused by bad film, incorrect camera operation, or lemon juice was in Mr. Wheeler's eyes. My thing is, how did this man live to be 45? <laughs> like, how is he living a normal life at 45 years old? <laughs> how, did he, how did he make it this far? What transpired in his life to get this far? Yeah. How do you make it 45 years and you believe that lemon juice will make you invisible? How do you make it 45 years and think anything will make you invisible? Mm. Harry, Potter, Harry Potter folks out there will believe that the, the invisible, the, the cloak, the invisibility yeah. cloak. Yeah, not a big Harry Potter fan, but I know. Not real, people. It's not real. No, nah, I don't believe Zach. It's out there somewhere. We'll find it. Well, maybe MacArthur Wheeler has it or. Uh, yo, I, yo yeah, the fact is. that he robbed one bank and then went to another one. Yeah, there it is, folks. All, all you have to do is coat a blanket in lemon juice and you're invisible. And coming from somebody who used to work at a bank, if somebody did that, 
I don't even know. I don't even know what I would say. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he goes, <laughs> that if you're working at a bank and someone comes in and says, "Don't worry, I have a face," I'd be like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, it's invisible, sir. Let me take a photo of you real quick, so show you what you look like." Yeah. <laughs> I would just take a simple photo and turn it around on him. Like this is your face. It is not <laughs> invisible. <laughs> All right, so he let's... said. He said, "But I wore the juice." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what, man, I... <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? I had I had a conversation in college, and it was things that you believed like too long, like things you believed were true for too long. And I have one on tap. Like I didn't think I had one. You have one but I finally thought about it. Let it rip. Do you know growing up when your parents were like, don't fall asleep with uh, gum in your mouth because it'll end up in your hair? Yes. See, I thought that if I fell asleep with gum in my mouth, that if I was sleeping and swallowed it, it wouldn't go down into my stomach, that it would go through my head and it would grow in the roots of my hair. Basic child logic. Continue. I was like in high school when I figured this out. Um, but it turns out that it just falls out of your mouth and you roll in it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So high school, high school me was not the brightest. <laughs> and it was, it was just one of those things, man. I was, I was convinced that it grew through your scalp. You were in high school. Yeah. I was a late bloomer in my intelligence. Yo, how old were you? Like, were you like 10th grade, like 15 or something? Yeah, it was on. It was on the lower end of high school. Okay, thank God. Like and, I was making sure you weren't like a senior, graduate, no, across stage. The thing was, when it came down to it, no one had to tell me that I was wrong. Just one day, I thought about it. Like I just sat in deep thought about how gum ended up in my hair once again. And I was like, the pores, man, the pores. Like I no, sat, I sat there and I'm like, hold on. And then I just rolled over, and the gum fell out of my mouth, and I rolled into it. And I was like, "That's it." <laughs> you had your you had your lemon juice moment. I'm gonna start calling this stuff like that when people have like dumb epiphanies about stuff. And I'm like, "You had your lemon juice moment." There yeah. How I met your mother called the glass shattering moment. Right, the glass shatter episode. Yeah, I just look at it. I look at the bright side. I didn't think I could get away with two bank robberies because gum grew through my pores. And then, yeah, that's touche. Yeah, so yeah. right side, I just look dumb. I mean, I, I guess, I guess at some point, like everybody has had like a dumb thought before. Like, like I know kids who try to climb trees and they try to jump. Like I can fly, and then they like break their ankle. Yeah, I mean, I still had another one, man. That was really bad. I definitely believed in Santa Claus. Oh, any children listening to this? Uh, no. no okay. No. Good. So I definitely believe Santa Claus is real. And I, I can't remember when the product was, but I definitely believed a little too long. Until, yeah. until I was given a report on, um, it was just, it was this German guy. And he was like, he won a Nobel Prize, all this stuff. And then I just found out like he was, like one of the creators of them, and I just go, oh, and that's how I found that one out. It was really hard. The, what the German guy, like, what was what is it? What's the name in German? 
Um, I think it's just like Nicholas, or like I know it's like like you talking about Santa was you created like a, a created persona named after somebody, right? Yeah, yeah, his name like named after like Nicholas something, Saint Nicholas or something like that. Yes, yeah, like Saint Nicholas or something like that. No, I'm gonna have to find this guy's name. But how old? But how old were you when you discovered that? Were you high school too? Or no, not, not school? high school, middle okay. school, middle school. Okay, okay. But I was like, I was, I was so convinced, man, and I really just. It, were your parents still like labeling gifts to Alex? I mean, from Santa. Even when I didn't know, or even when I knew, he, like it was my parents, they still signed stuff, Santa. <laughs> like to this day, to this day, this Christmas, I'll I'll go home. Oh, they're just rubbing it in at this point. Yeah, and I'm like, real cute, real cute. Here, his name was Thomas Nast. Thomas Nast. Yeah. So that's not even who I thought it was. Okay, never mind. I'm. I think that's got to be who it was, right? That's who I did it. Maybe, maybe someone else, you know. I know the guy's German, but he definitely whoever it was won a Nobel Prize, and I got a ninety nine on the project, but I accidentally said Nobel Peace Prize and Nobel not Nobel Prize in Science. So that's the, that's where the other point you got taken off for. Yeah, see, see, folks, I was smart once. Once, yeah. Now I don't know. I mean, but like like I said, everybody's had like dumb thought or dumb moment. I'm trying to. I don't know if I can think. Of, I know I've had plenty, but I just can't think of them. Like, I got one that you have. Rip. What? Uh, you still think you can hoop? Oh. <laughs> because I can. And the people out there, you think I can't? Come see me on the court, and we'll find out. Yeah, I'll record it. Find out. Don't mind mess up my knee recording it. Oh, wait, no, there's, oh, speaking of dumb thoughts, like, so this guy, I just, shout out my friend Kayla, you know Kayla, Kayla sent Hi, me Kayla. a video, she sent me a video from TikTok, this guy was, like, asking random questions, you know the people who do, like, random questions on the street, like, how smart are you, and they were like, oh, you know, I'm real smart, and they give them, like, a question, they can't answer it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one guy did, was like, he said, uh, he said, how many days are in a year? And this I kid was that. like. Hey, I saw that one today. Yeah, me too. He was just like, uh, a thousand? He was like, yep, a thousand. <laughs> Looked at the camera. Then another guy, he's like, and they told a girl, how many how many seasons are there? She said, 12. <laughs> like, and then one, then he asked another guy, how many letters are in the alphabet? He said, 24? Oh, like, it was a question. I'm like, sir. That's not bad. At least he was close. I mean, he was close, but still, this, this is stuff you learn when you're a child. Yeah, like seasons, days in the year, alphabet, like that's that's just inexcusable. Very true. I mean, inexcusable. You think that stuff is basic, but then if you if you ever watch uh, are you smarter than a fifth grader? But those are like those are old like questions that listen, those are like questions you have to study in that grade 4. Like these are like basic knowledge questions. Yeah. Like I'm asking you how many days are in a week, you say 8. You're just dumb. If you're asking me to find, if you're asking me to solve X divided by three, use the Pythagorean theorem, like I can't remember all that. Like well, now that was when I was in the school when I learned it. Then, like I don't use it anymore. Now you're talking math, and math's my language. I can solve. So, yeah, I mean, but you you get what I'm saying. Like this this is just basic information that everybody should know. A squared plus B squared equals E. Equals C squared. Come on now. But like, 
people on the street that like it's just like baffles me like i'm just like what y'all can't be at like so one wait there was a, like a riddle but it's not really like a riddle the horse's like, name is monda it's like so it says you're chasing somebody in second place and you pass them what place are you in you would say second right other people say first i'm in first place and he repeats the question he's like you're chasing somebody in second place and you pass them what place are you like he slows it down and gets loud like like i said first i'm in first place they're like no you're not in first place yeah come on now like like questions like that like you yeah that one you have to think about a little bit like but not too hard the doctor was his mother oh that riddle (laughs) Uh, <laughs> whenever anyone brings these things up i'm immediately i'll either say the doc the doctor is his mother or the horse's name is monday <laughs> or the the one with the coins it's like you have two you have two coins they equal 30 cents and one is not a nickel it's a quarter oh, you know this it's is, a quarter this is foreshadowing get ready for that that's for the end of the episode it's a, it's a quarter uh, that, that's a high, high high key foreshadowing. Oh man, I didn't even think about it. Speaking of money, the fake cryptocurrency. What a segue I just did. I don't even know. Alex right. pointed that out. Wait, Wait, hold on. Are you a mall cop? Because because that was a segue. <laughs> <laughs> because that was a segue. That was a good segue. I didn't even know. I, I You brought it up. Man. I didn't even think about that. You're welcome. All right. So, uh, shoot, almost 10 years ago in 2014. So this is like before Dogecoin. This is before, uh, what's the other big one? Um, what's the other big cryptocurrency? Uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Like, yeah. or, the, or this is like around the time Bitcoin was like being established, correct? 2014? Yeah. I don't, Maybe something like that. I don't understand that stuff, man. And neither do I. But in 2014, a woman named, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher this. Ruja Ignatova. Nailed it. Launched a fake cryptocurrency named OneCoin. Despite the currency never existing, she convinced people all over the world to invest. In 2017... After ranking in four, after raking in four billion dollars, she boarded a plane to Greece and hasn't been since. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate scam. Like this is like this is like Leonardo DiCaprio from Catch Me If You Can times a hundred. Oof, I haven't seen that. You never seen that movie? I know the premise. I've yeah, Frank Abagnale. Like he was like a teenager, con okay. man, and then a pilot. Air quotes that no one can see, but I'm throwing up air quotes. Bro, he's been conning the FBI since he was like in a senior in high school. Yeah. Jeez. Yo, but what do you think about this? What do you think about her, man? Is she an entrepreneur, a pioneer, or a thief? Definitely a thief. <laughs> Definitely a thief, but. Thief, but. Respect the hustle. Yo, respect the hustle. I'm respecting the hustle. Like, respect the hustle. She ain't giving up. Yo, that's like, that's like, that's every, that's like every person's dream, right? Like to start a company, have it take off, you know, and then it does really well. But, you know, in this case, uh, she had people investing in something that wasn't real. And then she peaced out, never to be seen again. 
Do you think? Do you think she got like when she went to Greece? She got like plastic surgery, like changed her face. I mean, she might. Or what happened? What do you think happened? What do you think she did with the money? Yeah, I I, I think she just got a nice little villa. You know, she's just floating in a pool, just hanging out, just living the dream, living out there in Athens. She wouldn't go in Athens. She'd go somewhere like a town no one's ever heard of. Like a like a town that's way out in the, like Corinth and buy like a mansion out there. Yeah, like a villa like or some some vineyards. You know, I don't know, man. Like, what would you like? You have four billion at your disposal, like, and it's like tax free, obviously, because they're all investing it into you. Yeah, I'm, that's a lot of money, man. I, I can't even imagine having four billion. I don't know how to I mean, and in like this is all in light of the lottery winner. Yeah. Did you got taxed heavily? Oh my land. I saw someone say um the New Jersey or like the lottery, the only time some a regular person becomes taxed the rich. It's a regular person become can become a billionaire. The only time the government will tax a billionaire. Right. I was like, that's very true. I'm in on that. I mean, the dude who, the, whoever won, whoever won the lottery just got Ruja Ignatovic because that is highway robbery. Like you, you walk away with 433 million and they take like 830 something million. Who at that point, bro, I just take the money every year. Because you eventually make more at that point. Yeah. Than the lump sum. I don't know. And, th- and that's even after taxes because we did the math on it. I'm like, dang. Yeah, so. That's like, you're like, we did the math. You're making like roughly around 20 mil a year. If like, and that's after the taxes. Yeah, very true. So, it's just... But dang, man, like, pie, yo, all power to her, man. Good for her. Yeah, she played it. Well, she, not good for her, but like it sucks for the people that lost their money. But the hustle's real. The hustle, yo. If I did something like this, y'all would never hear of me again. Not even me. I couldn't, man. Couldn't risk it. Have to send like a. I would have to send like a letter, and like be like cryptid letter. Yeah, I mean, like uh, you ever see The Office? Of course, I've seen The Office. Yeah, send a letter to meet you in like Paris, and you're in. Like, and then I, I don't show up. I don't like trust her. Go end up in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides, I like the cold. <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna end it with one last debate because I saw this video. I thought it was funny because uh, these guys are getting they're getting on to their to their boy about how he makes the sandwich. PB and J, what do you do? PB peanut butter first, or do you do jelly first? Well, I do peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other. I slap it together. Right, but do you do the jelly first and then the peanut butter, or do you do the peanut butter first uh, uh, peanut, and then the jelly? Peanut butter goes first. He was like, yeah, bro, you put the peanut butter first, and then you wipe the excess peanut butter off on the bread, and then you do the jelly. He said, who's doing jelly first? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you do. You put, you put the knife in. You, you, you smooth over the peanut butter on one side. Well, I'm a crunchy guy. I'm a crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, me too. I'm the crunchy guy. So you put the crunchy peanut butter and then whatever's left on the knife, you rub on the opposite side, like on the jelly side. And then you get the same knife, grab the jelly, throw it on, put them together in a nice diagonal cut. Yeah, bro. They were like, so it was like, it was like 
four like four guys said peanut butter and one guy was like nah i'll do jelly first they were like what is wrong with you yeah and they started attacking him yeah he was yeah. like man i do jelly first what's up he said man you put the excess peanut butter on the other slice and then you do the jelly he said who's putting jelly down first you getting the jelly all in the peanut butter they were going in like it was like it was like a like full-on debate you need <laughs> you need to you need to find this jelly man and stop being friends <laughs> It's Jelly Man. This <laughs> Jelly Man. You... I don't know him. It was one of those random videos that you find like oh. on Instagram. I was like, man, this dude is getting lit right now. He's just getting like they're just like destroying his theory, his Jelly theory. He, um, you know, he he needs to get just he needs prison. He needs <laughs> no, he needs prison. Anybody listening to this podcast, and you do Jelly first. We still love you. Yeah, we need the listeners. Yeah, we need, yeah, yeah, we need the listeners. So we're not saying anything bad about y'all. We still love you, but we still love you. We're here if you need to talk about anything. If, if you need, this is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. You so need to confide in anybody. Confide in all things trending podcast. Yeah, we got, we got you back. We'll teach you how to put the peanut butter on first. And that's and that's it, man. That's it. That's all we got this episode, people. Crazy stories and you know, end it with a light note. Yeah, you know. What you think? What you think, man? That's good. I thought it was good. You know, a long time coming. Um, long you know, time coming. You know, Zach just kept plans kept popping up, and he couldn't. You know, he couldn't just make it out. He couldn't record. He kept falling asleep. Oh man, I know you're not talking about this. Oh, you're talking about you, but you're projecting on me. Got it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Got it. There was so many times where I either fell asleep or I was stuck somewhere, and I was just like, Zach is like, "Are we ready?" And I'm just like, "Ah, uh, man, I fell asleep." And I'm like, I texted me at three in the morning. Hey, man, my bad, man, I fell asleep. Oh, that one was bad. I felt really bad about that. Or then the other day, he texted me, "Oh man, I'm wildly hungover. I can't. Hide, I don't have a ride." And the first time we had to do the podcast, you didn't have a ride. And I was like, man, there's something, there's like a running theme here about him not having a ride every time. We're... Yeah, it... and, he, and people, he owns a vehicle. So I, there's no excuse. I don't know. Don't ask me, ask monks. Rule number 76, no excuses, play like a champion. <laughs> and we got to give a shout out to Eric Espinosa. Don't worry, guys. He'll be back soon. Taking a little hiatus. Eric, we're thinking about you, brother. Come back. Can't wait for you to come back and kick this thing off right with season two of All Things Trending Podcast. Yeah. Shout out, Eric, once again. Hopefully meet soon. Um, but it really just sounded like Zach's trying to kick me off the podcast. So Nah man, I'm not trying to kick you off. <laughs> you know, I'm glad I'm glad you stepped in in the time of need when we needed a, a guest. I'm playing a guest host. Yeah, no, I'm playing, Eric. Get get back, reclaim your throne. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in as a guest every once in a while. All right, y'all. With that being said. Wait, do I get my joke? Oh, that's right. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. And like I said, you were foreshadowing earlier <laughs> with the coin joke. Oh, yeah, you have one? Okay, what is it? What has five toes and isn't your foot? What is it? My foot. Was that foreshadowing? How was that foreshadowing? Because if you have two coins, and if you say you have two coins and one's not a quarter, the, the other's a quarter. Boom. The other's a nickel. 
No, the the, the joke was, you know what? All right, y'all. That's how we're gonna end it. Right we're end it right there with another episode. Thanks for tuning in, and peace out. Peace.